Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you for joining us today. I can't believe we're in the month of February. For those of you who've been listening to January, you know we've been talking about telling your story for God's glory. And now we're in the month of February, so we're going to talk about how we can stand firm for Jesus, how we can stand firm to what Jesus wants us to do. And when we do, there's some things that he will give us. And he wants us to forgive like he has forgiven us. And so that's the first thing that we are going to talk about. When we forgive, we are given forgiveness. So just sit back and relax. Grab your favorite cup of coffee. Grab hold of your Bibles. But most importantly, grab hold of Jesus, and he will bring the Bible to life for you. And before I open us in prayer, I do want to thank our sponsors. Thank you, Mount Pleasant Eye Care Center, for for sponsoring us all these months. We so appreciate you. And Dr. Brian Nichols, thank you so much. So if you need any eye care, go to Brian Nichols at Mount Pleasant Eye Care Center. And also, uh, sponsor Realtor Brent Gardner with Texas Lake and Land. Thank you, Brent, for sponsoring us. If you need a realtor, you can find him on Facebook or Instagram at Brent Gardner Texas Living. And also those individuals, you know who you are, who sponsor us each month. I thank you so much. We couldn't do it without all of you, so thank you. And if you're listening, God bless you for listening each Sunday morning. I hope that you will find something today that will bless your life, just like you've blessed ours. Let me lead us in a word of prayer and we'll get started. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for the forgiveness that you give us so freely. So Lord, help us to forgive those who have hurt us. Forgive those who've said things that have just really cut to the core of our being and just made us just angry or bitter or just confused about what's going on. Because, Lord, when we stand firm with you, you're going to help us. You're going to help us during these times. And you're going to show us how we can still forgive and we can still love. So, Lord, help us as we share how we can forgive. And, Lord, I thank you for Becky, who's come in today to do an interview, to share her heart about love and forgiveness. So, Lord, we love you and we thank you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, this morning, we're going to have a special friend come in. She's here actually today, and her name is Becky Sherwood. And I've interviewed her before on a totally different topic months ago. But today, I'm going to talk to her about what forgiveness has meant in her life and how she stands firm with Jesus and finds that forgiveness herself. So good morning, Becky. How are you? Good morning, Jill. Thank you for having me. I'm very well. Good. It's so good to see you. And I just, I know you've got a lot to share today. I mean, we're neighbors and we talk a lot about Jesus, don't we? All the time. (laughs) And what a gift. Yes. And we pray a lot and we share. And so we had just happened to talk one day. You called me and you're like, Jill, you're not going to believe what happened. And so the minute you did that, I'm like, you got to come in and interview. So let's start with that. Tell us about what happened over the Christmas holidays that relates to forgiveness. Well, thank you for asking. Um, I have a dear friend who's um, 
mother actually just passed away but prior to her passing away um i had gone to visit them and so i just got to love on her in person and then the next day she had called and there was bitterness in her heart towards her dad in relation to how he treated for her cared for her mom and she's like i don't know no what to do with this bitterness bitterness mm -hmm. and so i was like well Let's talk about forgiveness. And it led into this beautiful conversation about how Christ has forgiven us for sins in order to reconcile us to God. And so in that case, in that scenario there, um, my friend didn't know what that forgiveness in Christ was. And so I walked her through the gospel, what Jesus did for us, and she received forgiveness for her sins from the Lord in order to be reconciled to God. So she became a believer that day. Oh, Beautiful. wow. And that's why you called me because yes. you were, you were calling me to tell me that one of your friends yes. had become a believer and you yes. were able to talk to her and lead her to that decision. How awesome. What a, the best gift ever. The best gift ever. And this, this unique scenario with my friend started with forgiveness. She needed to understand mm -hmm. what to do with unforgiveness. And mm -hmm. so it started with her first. I mean, we can't forgive someone if we ourselves haven't received forgiveness. That's actually a really big point. And um, we can't give away what we don't have. And so um, we got back to her dad on that, and it was a really trying time. Her mom passed away a few hours later, so we haven't been able to finish the conversation yet. But I know she will be able to end up forgiving her dad mm -hmm. for what she, in her opinion, in her mind, sees as not what she would have done, and um, be able to extend that forgiveness so she will have no root of bitterness in her. And then she's going to be set free. So the freedom, I guess one of the big points is freedom comes from forgiveness. And so not only like that my friend now has salvation and eternal life in heaven with her maker and creator, but she's going to actually walk her days on earth in freedom because right. of forgiveness. Right. That is so true. In fact, Jesus tells us in Matthew 6, verse 14, for if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will forgive you. Mm -hmm. And for her forgiving her father, she has been given that gift of forgiveness. And not only that, but the salvation mm -hmm. that, that you said that she received because she asked for forgiveness for her sins. Mm -hmm. She knew she needed, I explained why we do mm -hmm. need forgiveness, and mm -hmm. she understood. Yes. Um, but truly, I don't believe we can forgive others until we know and experience our own forgiveness. Right. That's right. And so that's important, and I'm glad you were able to walk her through those steps, and that she received that and wanted to forgive. Yes. I've had many situations in my life where I didn't really want to forgive someone. I was hurt. Mm -hmm. you know, about something that had happened. And, and I held on, like you mentioned earlier, to that root of, of bitterness, mm -hmm. unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it only hurts us. Right. The person right. that you're not forgiving probably doesn't even know or care. Doesn't even know you. Yeah. It really hurts us. So when she was set free from that, could you see or feel hear in her voice just something different, a new life? That I could see forth? a new life in her. Yes. Now, Remember, the timing is still very fresh and going yes. on. So we haven't had that full conversation on the back end about forgiving her dad. But that is what was the whole goal. Uh -huh. Brought the That's why she called and brought the conversation to mm -hmm. me to begin with. So I know God is going to be faithful and lead to that. Mm -hmm. I fully believe that when we get to have that conversation. But right at this moment, it's 
too fresh. She don't have, she's got a lot going on. So we haven't gotten there yet. Right. But yeah. Well, praise mm-hmm. God that she's taking those steps. And so mm-hmm. if you're listening and you haven't asked Christ for forgiveness for, from your sins and you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, do it today. Don't wait another moment because mm-hmm. when you have Christ in your life and you have that eternal life, oh my gosh, what joy enters mm-hmm. you and and how um, just how he sets you apart and you are new, a new being, the old goes away and the new comes to life. And it's just, I, I can't imagine yeah. not having Christ in my life. I mean, I, I know both of us lived as, as children without knowing Christ as our Lord and right. Savior. In fact, let's go ahead and talk about when did you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior? I accepted Christ um, when I was 37, so that was 12 years ago, wow. uh, nearly tw- nearly 12 yes. years ago, 11 and a half years ago, and um, I was sitting in church for a while, but I didn't really quite understand why Jesus needed to die. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up just seeing Jesus on a crucifix. I didn't really comprehend and dwell upon a risen Jesus, a right. conquered Jesus, one who conquered death, and so... Um, in my new church home, it was just different messaging, and I was hearing what Jesus did and why he had to die on the cross and why he had to rise from the dead. And I, I just didn't understand that before that. Like God just didn't um, remove the veils from my eyes. Um, and so until that moment, and one moment in church, I was like, oh, that's why Jesus died on the cross, mm-hmm. to forgive me of my mm-hmm. sins, to reconcile me back to God. It, it has to be through Jesus. You can't just believe in God and that be enough because I had huge faith in God. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have the reconciliation of forgiveness through Jesus mm-hmm. until that one day in church in the spring of that year. And um, and that's when I accepted Jesus. Mm-hmm. So. so what do you think clicked? Or what, what just you said you all of a sudden just understood? I love, I love that you asked that question. Because in is it John one fourteen says, mm-hmm. or one thirteen says that it's not of man nor flesh. So it's not because someone didn't explain it well to me. It wasn't because my parents didn't take me to a church growing up. It wasn't because of any of that. It was That was the moment at the right time Christ died for us. That was the moment that Jesus chose to open my eyes and mm-hmm. he chose to rescue me at that moment. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because I became more educated or someone just said the right words in the perfect order. It was just at the moment by his perfect timing and perfect mm-hmm. grace and love he saved me. Mm-hmm. You know, I I love that you said that that he rescued you, and it was just right at that time. Right at that and time. you you had that spirit about you, maybe at that moment where you were ready to surrender mm-hmm. and repent mm-hmm. and realize, you know, I am a sinner. I've done some things, and I'm ready. Yeah. To receive Jesus, you believed, but you hadn't received all that was yours in Christ until that moment, and you were ready to receive, like you said, Jesus Christ, not just know God and have a relationship mm-hmm. with God. But again, um, Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. And no one comes to the Father except through me. And so he was the way. He was the way. To and I, I had never heard of that verse yes. until a couple years later. Right. So it wasn't right. like that verse was presented to me before, and yes. I was just saying, no, I don't believe that or anything. It's just, no, it just wasn't. I just pre- did not know. Yeah. So that's why it's so important that we share 
with yes. other people. We read our Bibles. We read the Word. A lot of people say, well, why do I need to read my Bible? Well, first of all, there's truth here. Yes. So much truth for living, for daily living every day. And then we can share that with someone that someone shared it with you in the messages, maybe. You said you were going mm-hmm. oh, to a different sure. church and you heard it. And you're like, wow, that same thing happened to me. I was 18 years old and had been going to a church. And I heard something one day that I was just like, I get, I get it. I want a relationship with Jesus. Yes. I want to know him. I want him to be my friend. Yes. You know, I had been looking for that friend for my whole life, you know, going through one best friend to one best friend to another best friend and never really found my true best friend, Jesus Christ, until that day. And wow, it's amazing <laughs> once you realize it and you yes. just embrace him and all that he wants to give you. And I love how you said the word relationship, mm-hmm. um, which is part of my testimony because I didn't understand that relationship piece, and Jesus is the key to that relationship. Um, but not many people before in my life talked to me about a relationship with Jesus. Like that mm-hmm. wasn't, I didn't hear that, you know, back when my high school years right, and stuff like that. Right. So that was new to me. And what I'm realizing now that that's a, in sharing Jesus with others, so using the word relationship, because that's, oh, what he desires most with us mm-hmm. is really key because I think we're all yearning for that deep, intimate relationship where mm-hmm. someone knows us to the core. Um, and so that is key. That is so key. Just like you would have a relationship. We have a relationship with yes. each other. We mm-hmm. have relationships with our family and our friends and so many people because we spend time with them. Yes. And we get to know them. And Jesus mm-hmm. just wants us to spend that time with him. So let's talk about that. How do you spend time with Jesus now that you're a believer and you're very strong in your faith and growing every day? Tell us what well, I have, you do, I think Becky. I have a, my, my walk or my spending time with him actually started six months prior to becoming a believer, which is kind of funny to me. I started reading the Word because my neighbor gave uh-huh. me a Bible to read, and um, it was uh, organized with some old by day, like day one, day two, day three, mm-hmm. all the way through. Day like three, a 65. year in the Bible, mm-hmm. exactly, which I had never seen before. And so I wanted to keep on track because I'm a CPA, and that just made sense to do day 17 on day 17. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I did. And, and so it's I, a good way to start reading the It Bible. is a great That's way. great. Yeah, yes. so it's nice to have somebody organize mm-hmm. it for you and put a plan out there. And um, so I read it for about six months, having no understanding of what I was reading, but just knowing that it was like filling me somehow. And yes. then once I understand who Jesus was and accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit indwelled in me and then opened my eyes and my mind to scripture. So um, I continued that and I have never stopped. So that was, I guess, nearly 13 years ago, six months prior to becoming a believer. Every day I read the scriptures in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I sit down with my favorite cup of coffee. Yes. And um, I just sit there and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. Jesus, Lord, show mm-hmm. me who you are as I read the word. Um, there was a season where I was reading and it kind of transitioned to like, how should I behave and act? And um, that got really anxious for me. And that was really a short season when I read Proverbs all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the Lord healed that. I have since then read Proverbs straight through and it's never happened again. But at that season, I was just kind of like, what? No, I just want my eyes back on Jesus. Mm-hmm. God, show me who you are as mm-hmm. I read. And so that's how I start my day. Every day is yeah. between that. And then recently, over the last, let's say, six months or so, God is showing me, um, I mean, the scripture says, my sheep hear my voice. And so I'm like, okay, God, I want to hear your voice as I go about my daily, like, 
So I was struggling with um, kind of missing out on some things during the Christmas season. And I went to God and I was like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to know? Here's, here's what I'm sad about. Here's what I don't understand. What do you want me to know? And like, just as clear in my spirit as clear could be, he goes, you stop writing gratitudes. I was like, oh. I was like, okay, well then what do you want me to do? He goes, write gratitudes. And so this is a conversation I'm having with my Lord and Savior in my car as I drive, which is life-giving right there. And so it's more than just the Bible. Like this is Mm -hmm. amazing sitting down every day reading this and I would not change it for anything. But now he's just showing me, hey, there's more. Mm -hmm. There's still more. There's still more. And one of it is just like, okay. So right there in the car, I took care of my sadness that I had in that season and I didn't even have a Bible in the car with me besides my phone but like it was it was him talking to me Mm -hmm. and he's right his sheep can't hear his voice and I heard his voice and I got peace that's so awesome you can so you can have conversations with God and that's called prayer a lot of people think prayer is just asking you know asking the Lord for things but he will speak back to you. It's yes. that line of communication as you pray. Mm-hmm. Um, he hears our voices and and he will speak. Now it may not be an audible voice. Yes, my but not you just—it's yeah. like it comes to your your mind. Like mm-hmm. he brings it mm-hmm. through your spirit, and you just you kind of know. It's like a knowing. It's a knowing. Okay, mm-hmm. this is what I need to be doing. Yes, and it pops right into your head. And he will show you things. He will bring people in your life mm-hmm. to kind of confirm what you were to do. Or, you know, a good friend may just speak something over you. You're like, that is exactly what I've been needing to hear. And that friend didn't know, but you'd been praying. Yeah. So God uses people. All to different speak. ways, yes. Now He's let's, so creative. He really is. Mm-hmm. Now let's go back to forgiveness because you and I had talked about if we are unforgiving, we may not be hearing his voice. He may yes. be silent. Mm-hmm. So listeners, if you're not hearing from God, think about this. Are you reading his word, first of all? Are you praying? And have you harbored any bitterness or unforgiveness in your heart? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't let that go, you may not be hearing from him. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a silent time. And I've been through that before where I just... It's almost like you don't know what's going on, but you know, I just, something's not right. Mm-hmm. So that's when you think, okay, how can I do better? What can I do? What is God calling me to do? Mm-hmm. And usually there's some unforgiveness. Yes. If you check yes. and look something. And I t- oftentimes I've prayed like, Lord, do I need to forgive somebody for somebody? Something. Right, right. And he's going to answer that. Like he, he wants us mm-hmm. to walk in freedom. It's his, it's his command and desire and will for us to forgive. Um, and so mm-hmm. a good father is going to say, yes, forgive so-and-so. Right. You know, Colossians 3.13, I was looking at that, and it says, bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to have those grievances. It's so easy to have things that maybe we're not forgiving. But bear with one another. Help one another. You know, someone might be going through something that you don't even know, and so they're acting out against you, taking Mm -hmm. it out on you. So maybe it's time you open up, say, you know, I'm sorry we're not getting along. What's going on? Can I help you here? You know, do you need someone to talk to? And Have you ever had to do that? You feel like somebody is taking things out on you because they're going through something, especially in our families. I I think that's like all the time. Uh, yes. 
<laughs> we're humans living mm-hmm. in a broken world. And I think most of the time we got people have something going on. Mm-hmm. And so I love that approach that you just said of kind of like stepping out of self and thinking what could be going on there. Right. Empathy mm-hmm. and um, loving others as you love yourself. And so making it like, how can I not get offended and and take that approach? Because mm-hmm. um, I think most of the time we all got something hard going on. Or we a do. lot of people do. Mm-hmm. And, and so when we take our eyes off ourselves and put them on the Lord, I think he's going to give us the empathy for that. And then I think the forgiveness piece, if let's say mm-hmm. they cut us off in traffic because they're trying to race somewhere, um, just can come more easily when we're not focusing on how offended I am. Mm-hmm. And just in daily living, like you said, traffic, I mean, that can be a source of people getting just so angry and agitated and upset if they get cut off or if someone takes their parking spot. Mm-hmm. Just let these things go. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, it's not that important. And if you let it get under your skin, it's going to build up to where you're just going to explode. Yes. And I want to add on to that, let them go. I think in our humanness, mm-hmm. we can't let it go. Right. I think it's only by the power. Right. I think Mm -hmm. it's only by the power of Jesus in us that we can let go. And so that's what I, when I forgive somebody, I always say, God, by the power of the Holy Spirit in me, I choose to forgive this person. And Julia, I'm Mm -hmm. saying words, but my heart disposition is is that I want to forgive them. I don't know if I know how to do that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if if I could even put that into verbiage to explain to somebody. But I know that's what Christ wants to do in and through me mm-hmm. towards others. Mm-hmm. So I just put it into his hand with a willing heart, God, however you do that, mm-hmm. I choose to forgive mm-hmm. by the power of the Spirit in me. That's so, so good. it's not by Becky's power. That's so good that you brought that up because um, when we set our minds on the flesh, mm-hmm. we're going. it's going to lead to, it even says in the Bible, death. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to just bring us down. It's going to affect our health. I mean, you never, I mean, it could cause other issues to flare up in us. But when we set our mind on the spirit, we have life and peace. So take those thoughts captive to Christ, Mm -hmm. meaning just say, I need your help here. These things are weighing me down. You know, um, I'm going through this and Lord, help me. Don't let me focus on just, like you said, what humans see, because it's, it's so easy to do that. But when you are a believer in Christ, if you have that relationship, the Spirit of God dwells in us, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. So that's how we're able to live life in the Spirit, yeah. is through only through a relationship with Jesus Christ. So again, only utmost through. importance. If you feel like you're just living in the flesh, you, you may need to do a, a spiritual CPR check. Yes. <laughs> what, you know, have you let go and and given you know ask for forgiveness and given christ your heart mm-hmm. wholeheartedly and a, a thought came to my mind um when you were saying with the holy spirit in mm-hmm. us we can see things with spiritual eyes that we could not see with right. human eyes good point and mm-hmm. in that so much more can happen mm-hmm. um and so Sometimes we might need to just ask God, give me spiritual eyes to see this scenario. And then the understanding that will come in our mind, which is, there's no way to explain Mm -hmm. what that is. It's just God working in our minds, is enormous. Um, But we kind of have to choose to ask God, give me your spiritual wisdom on Mm -hmm. this versus my my fleshly understanding. Spiritual eyes and spiritual ears. Yes. Um, You know, Isaiah, the prophet in the Old Testament, talked about the Holy Spirit, talked about 
this. Go to this people and say, you will indeed hear, but never understand. You will indeed see, but never perceive. For the people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear. With their eyes they have closed, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. Therefore, I believe God is saying, look, if you are just living for yourself, if you're living in the flesh, if you don't have those spiritual eyes and ears, you're not going to be able to hear. You're not going to be able to perceive what the Holy Spirit is telling you. Mm -hmm. And Paul even referenced this um, in the book of Acts. That's at the very end in Acts 28. I was just reading that the other day, that he reminded the people of this, that the Holy Spirit, through Isaiah the prophet, said those words. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so I'm like, okay, so are we listening with those ears that Christ has given us to hear, what His voice mm-hmm. to hear what we are to do? In fact, the Holy Spirit will guide us through life. He'll tell us you need to go forgive that person. Has that ever happened to you? Oh my goodness, today. Yay! Well, <laughs> on tell the way us here. about that. <laughs> on the way here, I was driving in from Dallas, so I had an hour and 45 minute drive, and a large chunk of it was in this debate with my child. And um, as, as soon as I got off the phone call, which was on the speakerphone through the car, my mother-in-law happened to be in the car with me. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, you heard everything. Can you give me feedback as to what I could have done differently? Mm-hmm. But before she could answer, you called. Oh, how funny. And again, you were on the speakerphone in the car, and um, you were just confirming this and giving us the topic. And she's like, remember, it's about forgiveness. And you're like, okay, love you, bye, and hung up. And my mother-in-law goes, wow, isn't that timely? (laughs) So that was the answer, forgiveness. That was the answer, and it was Uh so funny to me, because as I told you before, I've made a decision years ago that I will forgive. Mm-hmm. I will always forgive it. It's not. I don't have to make a decision in the moment. My my decision has already been made. I will forgive all offenses made towards me. Um, however, I didn't see that I needed to forgive in that moment. It didn't seem like one that I would have on my own naturally thought. Oh, I need to choose to forgive. And um, obviously, to my mother in law, that was a moment that I needed to choose to forgive. And I was so glad she said that. And God sent you to make that phone call at that time for my mother in law to say it. So He like sent two people to help point out to me. Hey, this is a moment that you need to forgive. Mm-hmm. And it was quick. Like it was within moments. Like, mm-hmm. mo- like as soon as the phone call hung up, I asked my mother-in-law, she was about to answer, you called. It was, there was no breaks at all. So he loved me so much not to let it go even one minute right. without bringing my attention. Now that it was my choice and my free will to choose to forgive by the power of the Holy Spirit in me, which again, he's doing it. I'm not exactly sure how that works. But yeah, just, just that's today. a really that's great. I mean, wow. and, and Jill, I think we we need to forgive like all the time. It's mm-hmm. just there's we're humans living in a broken world, trying our best that we're not we're not fully glorified yet. So mm-hmm. we're in a sanctification process. So it's probably if we don't think we need to forgive somebody this week, we're probably looking too narrowly. Maybe there's probably there, I'm right. certain there's things even forgiving ourselves, Jill. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. We have to learn to forgive ourselves. And in the Bible, you know, the disciples are saying, well, how many times do we have to forgive? Yes. You're asking Jesus seven times? And he said, no, 77 times, or seven times, seven 70. times, 70 times. So basically a lot of time, constantly, yeah. constantly forgiving. And have you ever gone to someone and said, please forgive me? Because we we haven't talked about that. Mm -hmm. Asking for forgiveness for something you have done. Yes. Is so important. Admitting. 
Okay, I messed up. Mm -hmm. Forgive me. I'm so sorry. Now, I've had a situation a couple of times or in my life where I've done that and that other person chooses not to forgive. Well, that's on them. Right. No. You've done what God has called you to do mm-hmm. into asking for forgiveness. It takes a lot of humility to do that. Yeah. So yeah. It, that's important too, is just that is forgiveness important. will bring love into our life. And like mm-hmm. you said, it'll bring just the power of the Holy Spirit. Life in the Spirit is just so rewarding and so in a way that you can't even explain. There's just joy. There's joy. Right. There's peace. Hope mm-hmm. that you I do can think just people who on to. live a life of forgiveness, forgiving others quickly, mm-hmm. there is a joy and a peace about them that oozes out mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't understand because yeah. it's quite normal not to forgive. That's mm-hmm. probably why Jesus tells us to do it all the time because <laughs> <Yeah>. our <laughs> and, tendency is not to. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, he had to do it all the time. Yes. In, in fact, fact right before times. he was dying on the cross, forgive them for they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. And so I think someone needs to hear that. Forgive them. They know not what they do. Mm-hmm. Jesus wants us to have forgiveness. Mm-hmm. He has forgiven us, and mm-hmm. thank God He has. Yeah. Because we're all sinners. We've all fallen short of His glory. Yes. But the good news is that we are forgiven. Yes. And we can be made new. Yes. And have and that relationship. And there's gifts. I mean, there's blessings. When we obey His commands, there's blessings for us. Mm-hmm. And so keep your eyes open for the blessings that come when you walk in obedience. Amen. Good point. Good point. Well, Becky, I really enjoyed having you come in and share your heart and share some thoughts on forgiveness and love. And so thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's my joy. Thank you for asking me. You're welcome. Would you close us in prayer? I would love to. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the great forgiveness you have extended to us. And Lord, um, there are times throughout our day we need to receive that forgiveness for certain things, but in general, you have paid everything on the cross for us to walk in forgiveness and newness of life. And Lord, I just pray that you open our eyes to opportunities where we can forgive others, that we can walk free from any bitter root that is trying to take root in our hearts, and that we may be able to live the full and abundant life that you have died to give us to live to the fullest because we're not bothered and bogged down by disobedience or unforgiveness or bitterness. Lord, we just thank you so much that you do not have a heart like that towards us at all. Oh, wow. That was just put on my mind right there, God. Thank you. And Lord, I just pray for the listeners today that um, they would be blessed by forgiving others and receiving forgiveness where they need to receive it as well. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2023. All rights reserved. Real